Welcome to Ask Dr. Julie Hanks, a safe place for healing conversations that educate and empower you to prioritize your dreams, revolutionize your family, and personalize your faith. I'm your host, Dr. Julie Hanks, a psychotherapist and coach offering online courses and programs to help women all over the world heal themselves and their relationships. Join me here every week as I coach a listener through a specific challenge and empower them with tools to find healing. With me on the podcast today is Kirsten. Welcome. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Thank you for being here. What is your question for me today? My question is, how can I help myself from overthinking when it comes to things like that aren't in my control in the future? Mm, Like? Uh, Like, I feel like my overthinking mostly interferes with big decisions like finding an eternal companion, um, what kind of steps to take to better my future in a career, and also just with life in general. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you think ahead, but that kind of interferes with enjoying your life today? Mm -hmm. It does, yeah. Okay, and how how does it interfere? Sometimes, because I know the gravity of decision-making and like if I choose this, then this may happen, or if this and this may happen. I think about the consequences mm. and also think about the pros and the cons about what that decision will entail. Gotcha. Even, even when I'm at the store and I'm like, I, I would rather buy this shirt in black because it matches with everything, but I should add more color to my mm. wardrobe. So mm-hmm. yeah, and it's it's tough because I I should live more freely and have more of an open mind when it comes to things. Mm, mm, Okay. So what I'm hearing is that there's kind of this either or Mm -hmm. like, I want to make the right decision. There's a right and a wrong. There's a good and a Mm -hmm. bad. There's the best, you know, not so good. What if they're all good? Oh, that's so much harder. (laughs) Yep. But then you're not paralyzed by decisions. That is true. Yeah. What if it doesn't matter what shirt you get or it doesn't matter what you end up choosing to study or what if you're going to like whatever you choose? I, <laughs> you're, like, I see your mind going a million no. miles an hour. <laughs> I know. I'm like, what? <laughs> your, your head's exploding there, Kirsten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because if both options are good, then why can't I have both? It's like that commercial with why not have the both of the different types of tacos to, shells together? Por que no los dos? <laughs> well, yeah, why not? I why know. Don't, why don't you buy both shirts? That's true. Yeah. I've had two careers. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a performing songwriter. I've recorded 10 albums and written a bunch of songs and, and I've been a therapist during that time. And I've been a mom because I refuse to choose. I feel like it also, what it truly affects is like the, the heavier decisions that affect the rest of my life. And I feel like those are the ones that affect me the most. Yeah. Like dating. Yeah. Dating is a big problem for me. I used to have really, I, I struggle with anxiety. And so mm-hmm. I struggled a lot with dating. I would have 
really intense anxiety attacks before like a first date. Mm-hmm. It was, it was really hard. And then soon I started to get better about first dates and that they're okay. But when it comes to like picking that right person, I feel like I have to be really careful. And all I can think about are like the things I need to check off that are from my, like my patriarchal blessing and things that I like as well. Mm -hmm. So I guess along with the overthinking comes the high expectations I've set for myself. Mm, Okay. Finding somebody. Yeah. So you use the language of finding the right person. Mm -hmm. What if there's more than one and you just get to choose who you want to be with? It's a strange concept still to me because Mm -hmm. I grew up, you know, with fairy tales and Disney movies and how they're like, like there's the one person, the one true love there's, you got to find the one. Yeah. And so it's, it's still a very new and strange concept for my brain to learn to grasp. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's still weird. It's so weird to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, this is new. This yeah. Is, and that's okay <clears throat> to have, to take time to kind of try it on mm-hmm. because we're just, we're shifting your whole paradigm of life. So it should oh, blow your mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like there's more than one option. Oh my gosh. So yeah. So what if there are hundreds of people that you could be really happy with and you just get to choose who you, you know, whose path crosses yours and who you think, I really want to be with this person. Mm-hmm. That's it's so interesting because I feel like I don't know. It's it's so new and it's still it makes my brain my my gears <laughs> my brain spin. Just like here are all these options. Which one are you gonna pick? It's like yeah. So it it requires you to know yourself mm-hmm. and to trust yourself. Oh my gosh, I can't trust myself to make the right decision at times. Okay. Yeah. Well, can you trust yourself to make a good decision? I can. I can sometimes, but then when it comes to those bigger options, then mm-hmm. I'm I immediately am like, okay, I need to turn to people for advice and ask them what their input is. Like if yeah. someone had a gun to my head and asked me to choose between something, it would it would be a very stressful time. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you keep using the word, right? I know. I know. (laughs) No, that's okay. I'm just, I just want to highlight that. So you can catch yourself when you're doing that. That's why I said, can you trust yourself to make a good decision? Oh, oh, okay. So rewording it. So instead of saying, changing the language, instead of the right decision, it's a good decision. Right. Can I make a good decision regarding who I'm going to marry? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you probably can make a really good decision. Mm-hmm. That's different than the right. There's one. And if I don't choose it, my life is going to be horrible and it's going to be <laughs> over. And like that's, so true. that's so much pressure. Who wants that much pressure? Apparently my brain does. <laughs> <laughs> well, Terrible. That's- that's a symptom of anxiety too. So this part of what we're talking about are symptoms of anxiety disorder. Mm-hmm. And so, so I want to ask if you've gotten some help for that. I have. Yes, I okay. have. 
I have my coping methods and all that. I have thought about going back to therapy and pursuing more mm-hmm. deeper help when it comes to those those deeper things, like instead of picking a good decision, it's the right decision. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there are a lot of things in our culture that perpetuate that kind of there's a right, there's a wrong, there's good, there's a bad. And so you're not alone in your struggle with that. It's a common theme that I've seen in my therapy practice. Mm-hmm. And thank goodness. Yeah, people are just paralyzed. Like, well, like I don't want to pick the wrong career. You right? know, so so I just don't pick. <laughs> like, but that's still a choice. I'm just fine. I won't pick anything. I'll just, I'll just be a hermit. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the possibility that there are many good choices. I think if I had chosen to be a teacher, I would probably be really happy and do really well. Well, I do mm-hmm. teach college, but like a, you know, I'm just a full-time teacher. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if I were, well, I am, <laughs> I'm a lot of things. So <laughs> I actually, I'm a good example of what I'm talking about. Like, Oh, okay. I, yeah. I wanted to be, I wanted to be an author. So I wrote a couple of books. It's like, I didn't have to choose between, should I be a therapist or an author or a mom or a songwriter or mm-hmm. just over time, I've been able to kind of accomplish a lot of different things and it, mm-hmm. it takes time. You know, you can't do it all at the same time, but yeah, but they're all good and they've all been really fulfilling. They're all good decisions. Right. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. Good. Good. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this is a new way to frame your life. Mm-hmm. You're going to go for good. Mm-hmm. Not the perfect, the right, the only. I think one of, uh, I had a big, big breakthrough this past week where my parents had told me that if I wanted to pick another career to pursue for a day job that would help support my original love, which is theater, mm-hmm. um, I needed to pick something that I was passionate about. And so I was wondering like, well, what do I want to do? Do I want to, do I want to be a librarian? Like I wanted to as a kid, or do mm-hmm. I want to do something that I've just newly become passionate about, which is skincare and aesthetics. Mm. And so then I scheduled tours for schools and I went to one last Saturday that I absolutely loved. And the tour made me excited to go to school and it made me excited to learn about everything. And it just cemented to me. And I felt the prompting that like, this is the right path to take. I'm like, Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. Mm. I love having those moments where I'm just like, Okay, yeah, I can make that. I, I this is the choice I want to take. This is the path I want to go. Good. I feel like I feel like Pocahontas too often. You know, when she's got the two paths, when she's mm-hmm. in her canoe, and yeah. it's like, do I want to choose the smooth course or am I going to go down the rough terrain? Mm. I feel like that happens to me too often. Yeah, yeah. And I want to put forward the idea: <laughs> if you had chosen to be a librarian, you would probably love it too. Yeah. I really would have. Yeah. And maybe you can be one later. You're right. I can do it later if I want to. I can absolutely yeah. do it later. You can totally change your mind or add it to 
your repertoire or, you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it just takes the pressure off of, you know, the one right decision of my life that's going to make or break. And, you know, it, that's just too much pressure for any one decision. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to now start thinking about like, what is a good decision instead of the right decision? Mm-hmm. I feel, I feel less tense. Mm. I was feeling tense earlier and I'm like, just calm down. It's going to be good. And then now that I'm thinking about right and versus good, I'm starting to feel a lot more relaxed. Yeah. Because I think you've probably made many, many good decisions in your life to get to where you are today. Mm-hmm. And I'm really grateful for those good decisions that I yeah. made. Yeah. So you know how to make good decisions already. You don't have to stress out about it. Thank heavens. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that comforting? You've already made it good is. decisions. Oh, and there even decisions where I didn't think they were the the good decision to make. I felt like I was forced to make that decision, like moving away from California to Utah. Mm. I felt like it wasn't the the correct choice to make. I didn't feel like it was the right choice. Mm-hmm. But now that I've been here for a while and a lot of growth has happened, I feel like it was the, a good decision. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So you can trust yourself to make good decisions. And so when your brain starts going full speed ahead into the future, Mm -hmm. right? Trying to, and our brain does that to try and protect us. Really? It does? Yeah. It's to try and anticipate negative things that might happen in the future and avoid them. So it's not bad. It's just not helpful. That's the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Why would it do this? This But it's, it's part of what our brains do. It's like, we try to avoid pain. And so if you can anticipate and find the right person to marry, instead of the wrong person to marry, you're going to avoid a lot of pain if there's a right or a wrong, (laughs) You know? I even have night. I even have nightmares about it. It's a yeah. recurring rest dream I have where I'm, I'm either engaged or it is the wedding day and I'm in my dress and everything. And I find out what it's like, I can't marry them. I can't do this. And I've started to recognize when that dream is happening again. Mm. And it, me subconsciously, I start to think consciously, Oh no, this again, what's what, why? And so I, it's a struggle to like, and I keep talking to people at the wedding being like, I can't go through with this. I can't marry them. And very few people are like, then we got to stop the wedding. But everybody else is like, no, you have to go through with it. And it, mm. it's just that reoccurring nightmare of, wait a minute. I don't know them at all. I, I don't even know why I'm here. And worst of all, just people not supporting me when it comes to stopping this from progressing. Yeah. Yeah. So, Yep, you're trying to you're trying to avoid pain in the future by, you know, like, oh, well, what happens if what happens if this if I don't know the person? What happens if people pressure me to get married? But so I want to encourage you to also think if that did happen, like you you decided last minute not to get married, mm-hmm. that's okay. You can change your mind. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and if you chose to get married and then you said you realized, oh my gosh, I've made a horrible mistake. This wasn't a good choice for me. Mm-hmm. You can get unmarried. Mm-hmm. Like you can change your mind. 
I think it's also because I have a lot of experience with friends and family who have been through divorce. Like my mother is a child of divorce Mm -hmm. and I have friends who thought that they had found their person. And then later they turn out to not be that. And then they get divorced and they're so miserable. And so there's that fear of, I don't want to make that mistake. Right. That's your brain trying to protect you from that. That's why you jump ahead and go through all the scenarios and try to anticipate. Oh, it's just terrible. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, it's your brain trying to help you, Mm -hmm. but it's not helping. It's actually not helpful at this point. Yeah. It's like when you're standing at the edge of a cliff and someone's like, you know, if you jumped, this would happen. It's like, I don't want to think about that. Oh my gosh. That's so not helpful. (laughs) So not helpful. (laughs) So not helpful at all. Yeah. So when your brain jumps ahead and starts thinking in that binary right person, wrong person, right job, wrong job, where there's only two possibilities for the, in the future and trying to predict. So just thank your brain. Thank you for trying to protect me. I'm going to choose something good. I can trust myself. Okay. Okay. I got to put that on a sticky note. (laughs) Yeah. Put it on a sticky note. Just thank your brain. Thank you for trying to protect me. I trust myself to make good choices. I I just thought about a quote from the show Schitt's Creek where Mm -hmm. um, the character Alexis, (laughs) she says, okay, well, I won't be doing any of that, but thank you so much. Nevertheless. Yes, I I love that. (laughs) That's it. Put that on a sticky note too. I know. Yeah, that's it. Thank you. Not helpful, but thank you. Nevertheless. Exactly. That's perfect. That's perfect. Oh, thank heavens. I have comedy sitcoms to help me stay afloat. Oh, and that's, that's a good one. That's a gem. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that show. Kirsten, has this been helpful for you? It's been so, it's actually been more helpful than I thought it was going to be. I was worried. I'm like, what if I don't get anything out of talking <laughs> with her or what, what's going to happen? What if I just hear the same thing that I've heard from my, like my previous therapist? Yeah. And then instead I, I feel like I've really gotten a few tools to help me when it comes to overthinking, especially with the bigger decisions. And even if I'm at the store, you know what? I will buy two, the, the same shirt in two yeah. colors, two colors or don't buy any of them. I mean, what if they're all good? What if they're all they're good all choices? Good. Yeah, I love fun. it. I love it. Kirsten, uh, <laughs> thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today. You're very welcome. Thank you so much for having me and for listening and for helping me to really change my my mind, my mindset in yeah. feeling like I have to make the right decision mm-hmm. and instead change the language and be able to be softer with myself and more gentle when it comes to those things. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to go for good. You're going to go for good. Not good. right. <laughs> good. Not right. Yes. That's a, that's a t-shirt. <laughs> yes. Yeah. My next t-shirt. I'll uh, put that on it. <laughs> good, not right. Dr. Julie. <laughs> yes. Quote, unquote. Oh. Well, thank you again for taking the time to talk with me, Kirsten. I think this is going to help a lot of people who struggle with some kind of forward thinking in the future and having that kind of be paralyzing. And I I think it's really going to help. So thank you for sharing your story. 
You're very welcome. Thank you so much. And I really do hope that somebody does get at least something out of this discussion that we've had. I'm sure they will. So have a good rest of your day. Thank you. You as well. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Ask Dr. Julie Hanks, a podcast helping real women seek solutions to life's biggest challenges. If you'd like to learn more, you can connect with me on social media at Dr. Julie Hanks and at drjuliehanks.com, where you'll find information about virtual groups, coaching, and online courses. For therapy services in Utah, visit wasatchfamilytherapy.com. talk to Dr. Julie Hanks about this question. Well, now's your chance. I want to have you on my podcast. So email hello at drjuliehanks.com with your question and the reason why you want to be on the podcast. And we may just choose you for a free coaching session.